Hello footies, welcome along to your latest dose of FIFA Ultimate Team podcasting goodness. We are Foot in Review powered by footcoaching.com. It is Wednesday the 14th of June 2023. My name is Dan Wimbush, otherwise known as Wimby. I am joined by the scout Nathan Downs and over the next 45 minutes or so we've got lots of content to round up. Plenty of end of an era SBCs. We've got the final team of the season release with the rest of the world team and we've got shapeshifters just around the corner. ZA have released a few little details for us to dive into. Plus, it is Compensation Incorporated over at uh, in Vancouver as yet more mistakes mean more packs handed out to players. So, lots for us to get into. But, Nath, first of all, you've been away this weekend at the, one of the most magical places on earth. It's not Disney World. It is Donington for Download Festival. First of all, I'm very glad you've come out in one piece, sir. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not quite sure I am in one piece. I think my liver has been left there. Um, I think my dignity has been left probably on the road on the way back somewhere. <laughs> but I'm, uh, I'm happy to say I made it back. I'm still recovering from my sleep. Um, for those of you that watch the video, I've got my water now, um, which makes a massive change because <laughs> I, I don't really know what this is over the last few days. I mean, have, have any of you seen the, the Jack Grealish video that's been going around of all his highlights from their <laughs> celebrations? Like, I think he was quite tame compared to us over the weekend. So, no, it's good. It's, it's good to be back on. It's good to kind of catch him with, uh, with FIFA. Um, good to chat to your good self and yeah um, had a fantastic weekend you absolute charm look it's great to have you back glad you had a great time it's a festival I've been to a few times over the years and absolutely love going to and hope to one day go again when I you know reach that kind of older rock gent age and my kids are growing up um, but look let's talk about FIFA we're going to start with the rest of the world team of the season and Nath the theme really of our shows that we've been doing over the past few weeks is we've kind of been a bit underwhelmed by these you know secondary if you want to call them that team of the seasons this basically continues the theme and puts an exclamation mark on it all we sit here on Wednesday the only player above 100k is Jota from Celtic to me this is a very classic case of this team should be out at the very start of team of the season because a lot of these players might crowbar your way in at the start but there's absolutely not a prayer of you, you know, manipulating your team and giving up chemistry to get in a lot of these players now. Yeah, I mean, unless you're a diehard fan, and uh, even Jota's a, a 95 rated right winger who is fantastic, but unless you're, you know, rocking a full Portuguese league or you're a diehard Celtic fan, you, you're probably not going to to change your whole team around. He's he's a standout. There's Davidson, who I'm sure he's had a few specials in the past, who's just under 100k, who looks pretty decent, looks very fast basically. Um, but I wouldn't be upset for him. But everything else, it's, it's again, that famous word that we've been using a lot on these sort of second teams, Dan, it's, it's meh. Yeah, this team is very much sponsored by meh. Again, without sounding like a broken record, if you're starting from scratch, if you're thinking, oh, I'm going to start a brand new summer RTG, look, there is lots of value in some of these players. I mean, I look at the likes of Pellegrino, who's absolutely fantastic, you know, an absolutely fantastic card. 99 pace, 94 shooting, 90 passing, 94 dribbling. Um, although this card has one of the weirdest splits ever in that he's got 99 agility, but 54 balance. So he can <laughs> pull off a triple somersault neatly in the air. And then when he lands, he'll just fall over. Um yeah. But yeah, it's I mean, like, it's like me at download over the weekend. <laughs> you were not drinking, uh, Pellegrino, yeah, yeah, San Pellegrinos, yes, exactly. Yeah, look, 99 composure, 93 finishing, 98 shot power. This is an absolute stonking card if you take away the balance. But who's going to get have room for a Norwegian player from 
the Norwegian league in there. I don't know. Maybe I'll just try like a wacky team over the weekend. Um, but let's move on from the rest of World Eleven. Unless there's anybody else you wanted to uh, to highlight? No, the, the, there's not really. There's a few of the cards um, that we've seen, obviously, in the past. Uh, Goodwin looks all right as well, the Aussie boy uh, on the left mid, but nothing, you know, nothing totally special, but quite a good sort of different option, if you like. But yeah, nothing, nothing mental. But at the same time, I've got the rest of the world pack uh, hidden behind some dupes. So if I do get, um, if I do get a jotter in that, then I'll, I'll be fairly happy. Yeah, I might do it. I don't know. Fodder is running very thin on the ground, and we'll talk about why uh, in just a minute. But as well as the rest of the team of the season, of course, we knew that we were going to be getting a bunch of end-of-era card SBCs. Uh, Chris and Ingvi talked about it on the show that was released on Monday, or they recorded it on Friday, which is why uh, you might be thinking, oh, well, you know, why, you know, the show only came out on Monday. Why are we talking about some of these players? because they called it on Friday. So we had Sergio Busquets, we've had Hector, and we've had Asensio, Nath. And I think there's a one easy standout here that Busquets is by far the the most appealing of the three. Yeah, I think Busquets looks a very, very good uh, CDM. Um, I've completed him last night. I haven't used him, but going from, from what I see on social media, um, by all accounts, he's probably the best uh, CDM, like out-and-out CDM in the game. Yeah, he's got the right work rates. He's got good pace. Um, strange, he's got a slight split, 83 acceleration and 90 sprint speed, but that's not dreadful. Um, his dribbling's on point, although he's got lowish balance. Excellent defending, as you'd expect. Passing is unreal. Put him in the middle of the, in the park, and he will be your metronome with his 99 shot and long passing. So I think uh, he, he's fantastic. Uh, he's actually got decent shooting as well. It's down at 87, but that's brought down by 70 volleys, who for CDM, you're never really going to use volleys from that anyway. Um, and he's got my favorite uh, work rates for a CDM. He's medium attack and high defensive. So I think, you know, he's, he's was he 200K, something like that? 230K. Um, but, for, you know, people that compare him to, to Vieira, obviously, are out the daddy long legs, but apparently he's meant to be much, much better than how Vieira plays. So quite excited to, to give him a go. Uh, I need to try and figure out how to work him into my team. But I think this looks, if he's as good as folks say, then this could be one of the best value SBCs we've had. Yeah, look, I have completed him on my second account. I've only used him for one rival session, though, uh, and that account was down, or started the new season down in Div 5, so I'm reluctant to be, you know, too, read too much into that. Um, but for that level, I mean, he's he's exceptional. I mean, you, you talked about the pace, but Nath, as you know, as someone that's used a Vieira, uh, or maybe he's used it, you know, I'm still using that foot birthday Kante. For, for a stay-back CDM, you, you, they don't need the 99 pace. It's all about are they in the right areas of the pitch? You know, if you're in a position where you're having to catch up with a sprinting striker with your CDM, you're probably doing something wrong. Uh, so please don't let that put you off. Very good player, as you mentioned, for 230K. I've not noticed any real flaws with him. Um, and if you can link him in a way, even if you can get him on one or two chemistry, I think it's so, certainly something worth doing. I've enjoyed him. I'm going to give him a proper run on that second team through playoffs. And if that goes well, I will get him completed on the main team and he'll come in for foot birthday Kante. So, I mean, you've got that option. And if you were looking for the cheaper option as well, Nathan, I know he's not an end of an era car, but we did have the Champions League winner, SBC released in Rodri, who's half of that cost. Out of the two of them, I mean, personally, I'll be going for Busquets all day long, but is there any case for doing Rodri instead? 
No, um, because there's 115 charges of financial misconduct against City, so, no, so we, we, we don't advocate that. No, I'm kidding. Although, to be fair, all Saturday, all we did was uh, I wouldn't let anybody that we were with uh, do anything apart from eat Italian food, so we had pizza or pasta all day, <laughs> drank red wine. <laughs> Unfortunately, didn't have But no, I mean, Rodri, to be fair, 120K, he's not a bad card, but he's, you know, we're getting towards the silly season. I think Busquets has that more longevity i think i think you could probably almost run buskets until the last month or so where you get the five star five star sort of 99 players i think rodri you might find he gets caught up a little bit and like i say if, if you do like him or you do him i don't think he's going to be bad don't get me wrong i just don't think he's the same tier he's probably one rung down the ladder compared to buskets yeah, I absolutely agree. I think, again, this is a fine card. I think the five-star weak foot is really nice on Rodri if you are running a Prem team. But I look at that card, I look at, you know, compared to like the Calvin Phillips card that's just been given like a 5-5, five, five, uh, the road to the final card. And yeah, I think you're right. This Rodri card doesn't really stand out. But if you're looking for a fodder dump, yeah, I don't think you can go wrong. I think this is a nice card. They've boosted him enough to make it usable. Um, I was worried they were just going to give him like an 89 rated card because his last inform was an 88. Uh, and, you know, this card is massively boosted on that 88 rated card. 27 pace, 15 shooting, 9 passing, 9 dribbling, 7 defense, 7 physical. So they've given him an appropriate card worthy of a Champions League winner. But yeah, I think I'm in firmly in team Busquets here. Uh, the other two players released end of an era as we mentioned Jonas Hector was the first of the others to be released again just a a really nice solid Bundesliga card but again not one I think that's going to get you kind of excited to to play FIFA anytime soon yeah he's he's excellent value to be fair and again a fodder dump and you know I'm sure over the next couple of promos you'll have some massive cards coming out uh, massive SBCs so you know for 47k it might be quite nice to, to to unlock if you can um, like you say, he's he's not a bad card at all. He's he's very very solid. I, th- I think he might actually play pretty well when you look at him. He's just got some nice stats, but again, you know, extra hundred k, hundred fifty k, you get Fozzie Davies if you're actually running that Bundes team. You know, worse lengths, albeit. And uh, Hector does have very good position change as well because you can play either the sort of left back, left wing back, but you can also play centre back and CDM. Um, I actually think he might be better as a CDM or a centre mid. Um, going by his stats, I think there's better. Like I think Fozzie Davis is the, one of the best left backs in the game, let alone uh, in that league. But as a CDM, actually, I, I think he looks or a centre mid. I think he looks very tasty. Yeah, I think the work rates would put me off putting him there. Uh, he's that high attacking, medium defensive. I think this is one of those cards that is kind of the, the jack of all trades, but master of none, Nath. There's not one bit of his card where I go, oh, I would love him because he'll do this for me. Even on like the second account, which is 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 growing in strength, but not maybe as strong. I still think mm, this feels like a bit like that Mounier card we had released, what, six weeks ago now? Maybe even longer than that. I'd probably still rather have Mounier on my bench than than Hector. Uh, Colne isn't going to help you particularly, but German and Bundesliga, not too hard to work in these days. But yeah, it's one of those cards where whatever chemistry style you put on him, you're thinking hmm, he's lacking a little bit. I think for anything, if you are going to play him in any kind of defensive role, definitely go for the, the anchor chem to make him lengthy. Again, absolutely serviceable. If you're running a Bundesliga side, great for four. But yeah, it's it's just a it's a good decent decent filler card. Again, rather one to get you excited and be like, oh, I can't wait to try Hector out in the weekend league. Apologies to uh, to Mister and Mrs Hector. 
uh, on that one. <laughs> and the final one, speaking of getting you excited to play FIFA, this has to be one of the most bang average attackers, I've end of an era attackers I've ever seen, Nath. Uh, Marco Asensio, who amazingly seems to have been at Real Madrid forever, even though you just never seem to notice him. Uh, he's his end of an era SBC release, 110k, 91 rate, rated right winger, right midfielder, or a striker. And it, I think this could be the person that you would put next to Meh in the dictionary, Nath. Oh, 100%. And again, when you say about not having a standout trait, this is definition of no standouts. Like, end of an era cards, we're, I mean, we've been spoiled over the last couple of years to be fair with the end of the era cards going back to you know the Sergio Ramos ones or I think it was Aguero had a nice one a wee while ago and you know we've had some you know we were just raving about Busquets but he's for a winger like he's got 93 pace but he's not so he's not you know rapid his shooting is average 86 finishing uh, 88 positioning so meh dribbling like he's, he's nice dribbling but 93 meh passing like 88, meh. Like you wouldn't have him as a you know a, a defensive minded sort of right mid right winger because he's got 52 defending. Um, he's four star, four star. So it's not even like he's kind of got one of the fives to to make him a little bit more appealing. Um, and actually, I can't remember the guy on social media, so I can't give him a, a shout out. But I did see a post saying this is terrible value for 70k. You get the road to the final, um, Lamella. Who everybody raves about? I think is he five five? I think or five four five five? I think he is. Yeah, so five forty k cheaper, but uh, better in pretty much every stat. So uh, that's something to bear in mind. Unless you're like you say, you're a massive Asensio fan or a Real Madrid fan, and think you need to get him in. Yeah, look, being blunt, I wouldn't have done this card if it had come out in Team of the Year. I, I just, I think Gareth Bale's end of an era card that was released, however many months ago, is just. Takes a, big, takes a big old poop all over this card. Um, it's just, I, I don't even want to talk about it. He's got no traits. It's, it's just there. It's literally just a card that is there. And again, if you want a 91 red piece of fodder, maybe that's a reason you'd do it. I think you get a couple of packs along the way. Um, a mixed players pack and a small, rare mixed players pack. So, but yeah, I mean, look, an 85 rated squad, an 84 rated squad. I'd I'd rather take my chances on the team of the season pick, which is an 85 and an 82, because I'd still bank you know bank myself to get at least a 91 rated piece of fodder um, and have a lot of better chance of getting something useful. No. Nate shakes his head there. I got Marat as my best. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what I got? I won, on one account, I got Frimpong, and on the other one, I think my best was a 90 rated. I can't even remember, but still, <laughs> I've seen more bangers. Um, <laughs> And you at least got a chance of something useful, whereas this Sensio is just a, a position filler. So I yeah. eagerly await for me to be ripped apart in Weekend League by him now that I've completely dissed this SBC. Um, but that wraps up the end of an era card. Um, just quickly, Nathan, the one that everybody seems to want is Latam. Do you think he gets released? No, I don't think so. Not after the beef they had last year um, with EA using his, his likenesses. Um, I would absolutely love it. He's a sort of striker that I think, well, I would use anyway, but I know a lot of people want. Ibra's an actual just footballing hero as well. I think he's definitely going to get upgraded in the next couple of years to either a hero or an icon, um, whichever one, you know, that's up for debate, but he'd be phenomenal, uh, especially if they made him 5'5", five five, which, uh, and his sort of lengthy and his physicality would just be, he'd be Haaland on steroids, really. 
Um, <laughs> you know, we use Osman. Um, he's unreal. I think Zlatan would even crack that. So I'd love to see him, but I, I just don't see it. Um, but you're missing the, the, the true end of an era goat that we need to have, Dan. Uh, where is my Phil Jones end of the era? I want that with the the wonderful, crazy uh, him on the floor, heading the ball back sort of picture on the card. He's not retired, though. I suppose he's left United. I was going to say, where's my end of an era Shane Long card? But I don't seem to be getting that either. Um, look, so we'll see who we get. I, I agree with you. I, I, my suspicion would be to lean towards we don't get Zlatan for all those reasons, I think. Yeah, I think EA will just play it safe and make a bit of a point to him. Um, but that's not to say they won't strike a deal to get him in as an icon card. I think that is a, a pretty safe bet either next year or a couple of years down the line. So look, that uh, rounds up those SBCs. But what we have had as well, Nathan, is an absolute glut of upgrade options. If you were looking to grind the menus, well, I'm going to rephrase that. If you're looking for someone to put your fodder there are loads of things for you to be getting on with. We've got a 90-plus icon player pick. We've got an 83-plus player pick. We've got an 88-plus World Cup foot fancy or t- trophy Titans hero pick. We've got a team of the seasonal moments upgrade. We've got a premium league, and La Liga, Bundesliga, Premier League upgrades, and Serie A upgrades, so all the individual leagues have one. We've got an 80-plus player pick. And we've got... As we mentioned, a team of the season or team of the team and moments player pick. Now, there's one of those we're going to have to talk about separately. But overall, Nath, happy with uh, with all of the options EA have thrown at us? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's wild. Um, we, we have said in the past that we've not had a lot to do and we wish the menu grind was better. Um, it's, it's nonstop. I mean, if I'm being critical, I wish there was a way to kind of recycle, you know, was it... I can't remember what promo, but we had the ones where you could get the bronzes, which then you could get into silvers. And there are all yeah. these like incredible ways of recycling. Even if it recycles, it means we can do that 80 plus pick almost unlimited. Um, but I know why they're not doing it. Uh, it wouldn't make good sense to do it. But that's just me kind of being very, very greedy. But no, lots of stuff to put pour your cards into. Um, it does also maybe make you think the next promo is going to be absolute fire because they are clearly emptying clubs and it's it's going to be working for probably 75% of us will tip everything in probably under 83, 84 into these upgrades, let's be honest. But I think it's great, to be honest. I think it's, it's good. And, you know, we have the dark side of the tinfoil hat. Maybe it's a way to sell these mega packs as well that they're putting in the stores on a daily basis. But, you know... If, if you want to go and do these upgrades, then you can have an absolute whale of a time. Well, look, you say that. I've, I I had about 600K left on the main account um, yesterday, and I just bought about 400K's worth of promo packs just to get players to be doing this grind. And that is the thing. It's an absolutely fantastic slate of options. Can't fault them at all. The biggest problem is, as you've hinted on, Nate, there isn't really a way to keep going. There, we've got the, the premium bronze and premium silver upgrades, which are handy and will kind of slowly manufacture your common golds, which then go into the 80 plus, but they're not getting you at the volume of, and it's rare golds that the hardest things come by at the moment. You know, for all of these league specific upgrades, you're needing 11 rare golds. The 83 plus pick is an 82 rare score. So realistically, you're going to be using lots of rare golds on that one. So it's that inability to get rare golds. And what does that do? It drives you into the store if you want to keep going. I've done it, but I, I've done it from a point of view of my team is so good at this point without being overly arrogant. I just don't need coins anymore because I think if you've got a million coins, the difference between having a million coins and 100,000 coins is 
almost negligible at this stage of the game, other than to maybe complete the odd SBC going forward. Because to get something that's really going to improve your team, you need two, three, four, five million. So I was happy to take the gamble. Didn't really pay off. I've got some fodder to use for SBCs, but I have no regrets over that. I'm sure EA have got no regrets either because I'm sure they are selling many, many packs. So look, have fun. I've emptied everything in. I thought, why not? It's a last chance. You know, we're in mid-June. It's the last chance to try and strike these cards that are going to make a massive difference for the rest of the cycle. So go nuts and have fun on them. But the, the one that I did mention that we do need to talk about, Nath, was the TOTS or TOTS moments upgrade. And the key word in that was moments because EA released this on, uh, I think it was Monday now, released this on Monday at six o'clock. And I was sat here, um, you know, half half playing with the kids. I had, and when I was just had a quick look at what the content was at six, uh, the kids went to bed and I was watching Nick, Nick open these packs and there just wasn't moments in them. And he was like, there's no moments in these packs. And sure enough, uh, he was like, go complete these. I don't think there are, mo- you know, he must have opened a hundred odd packs. There was no moments in them. And he was like, go open them. Do, do your five of these. You're probably going to get compensated. Sure enough, EA took the pack down, realized there was no moments in there. So if you did do this pack before it got taken down, GG's, you're going to get another TOTS pick. Um, did you manage to get in on your way home from Donington to get any of these packs done, Nath? I got all five of them done. Yeah. Um, so I'm very happy that we're getting compensation because all five were absolutely horrific. I think I probably got <laughs> the five, five worst ones. So I'm hoping that they actually forgot to put, you know, your Mbappes, your Ossimans, whoever else in, and we'll get just get given random, you know, top tier ones. But no, I'm, I'm, we'll come to it because Grandpapa Mac, our good friend Chris, has put a very interesting point about some of these mistakes in. But it's a lot, isn't it? I mean, like I've said in the past, my my role, I'm a quality manager. Like that's my my, my job in the real world. And this is just like, this is head spinning, the amount of mistakes that are going on a continual basis. And it wasn't just this one. There was the, the one where they left the certain loans out of the, or they didn't use the word loan in the, so the Portuguese yeah. store pack. So um, for science, I thought I would change my, my language and get that. So hopefully I'll get another bit of compensation. <laughs> Although I did get, I got a blue I didn't have. I can't remember who it was, but it was a blue nonetheless I didn't have. So I was quite happy with that because these will be, be required in some species once Team of the Season's over. Um, and, you know, to, to get them, I'm sure the prices will go up for the cheaper ones anyway. So um, hopefully that's another bit of compensation going. But it's, I just I, – I don't really understand how – EA are still allowing these mistakes to happen if that's what's happening. Like, I, you know, we we have a thing in my work where you're talking about, you know, brand recognition, um, professional integrity and stuff. But it's almost, oh, nah, I can't speak now. It's almost a daily basis that we're having some sort of error um, in one way, shape or form. And, and we're not talking about glitches where there's a, you know, a, a, a mechanic glitch where, you know, the ball takes a stupid, you know, I think you had one of your stream a couple of weeks ago, Dan, where you made a tackle and it went back about 60 yards. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So, you know, those happen that, you know, that's all, you could almost say that's out with their control because, you know, glitches happen. But the, this is just, this is unreal. Like the, the lack of care and attention. Yeah. Look, EA seems to go through these spells, don't they, Nate? We'll have, I remember, you know, we've been hosting this podcast together for, for years now and, there'll be the odd week where it just seems to be a never ending stream of, Oh, they've got this logo wrong. Oh, they've released this pack wrong in the store. Oh, you know, this, this, this game is bugs. You can't play with this player. 
And then it settles down. And actually, to EA's credit, there wasn't an awful lot wrong for kind of the middle stretch of this game. They did kind of go through like, a, you know, you could actually, you know, on the whole days since an accident calendar, <laughs> um, the days were racking up. But now you might as well not even turn it away from zero. So, I mean, look, you mentioned the language issue with PAX. Uh, and for those of you sort of not in the loop, basically what's been happening over the past couple of weeks is for some of these mega packs that they've been releasing that describe saying, you know, you will get a choice of four 92 plus team of the season loans. In some languages, the translation hasn't been done correctly and the word loan hasn't been translated properly. So what EA have been having to do is send people player picks. So there was one for, there was a Polish language glitch. Um, so the first one was the German one. This is how it all started. It all started with a German pack. And it didn't really get picked up by um, by anybody until the compensation arrived. And then suddenly people were like, oh, these German players have got like five or six compensation picks. So, of course, people then started looking out for it. And somebody on Twitter picked out that, oh, there's a problem with this Polish one. So what everybody did, they jumped on. Sure enough, what happened? EA compensated again. So you had one, I saw one example of, I think Orzio opened 40 92 plus picks from someone that had opened these packs in Polish. So of course now the, the race is on. Everybody's hunting down these errors. Everybody's looking, translating them to see the word loan is. And like you say, Nate, there's one, apparently there was one in Portuguese the other day. There's one in Brazilian Portuguese. So it's just this, this kind of whack-a-mole game of finding finding the language errors and, and hoping you get compensated. But Grandpapa Mac, uh, in our Discord, of course, if you subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash foot in review you get discord access and you get the ability to post us questions that are guaranteed to be read out in, within a show in the next couple of uh, shows and he's written here's a thought for the show it's not my idea but my brothers are these packs now deliberately written so they do not say loan think about it if you make a mistake on non-english language it's easy to blame translation but now loads of folk jump on and buy them for points cheddar ching fifa points go through the roof and all you have to do is give some extra tots out how many of these packs are being bought because of this mistake, loads is my guess. It's a FIFA points fountain. Now, Nathan, it's very important to say that obviously we're not accusing EA of deli- you know deliberately doing this. There is no evidence for that, um, and this could just be you know, as we've just said, EA have a, a very long history of just cocking stuff up. So it, it, we can't go to the evil Bond villain route automatically here. This isn't just a you know we can't just say that, but. From a logical standpoint, what Chris is saying would would seem to make sense, wouldn't it? it? You could see an argument of why this would a company would do this. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like I said, you know, uh, reputational integrity and stuff. Like you'd think there would need to be some sort of quality control in place and some people check in. Um, it's it's too much for it to be an isolated incident. We, we're seeing, you know, it's, it's, and in the past it's maybe been three or four days where you've had. A different mess up each day but now we're talking almost two weeks worth of it so i i don't know whether you know without any evidence you can't really say that this is or isn't happening deliberately if it is happening deliberately you've kind of got to take your hat off to ea because it would be an incredibly clever move um let's be honest i i know it makes them look a little bit well makes them look very incompetent but at the same time if that's what they're doing because guaranteed people will be loading up points so they can get this thinking you know, if I'm putting on 20 quid, whatever it is, I'm actually getting 40 quid's worth. So it's, you know, in in Scotland and here anyway, I'm a sucker. You go to Tesco's, you see a yellow sticker for the massively reduced items in Tesco's. 
I go and buy them thinking it's a great deal, even though you're already spending money that you you wouldn't normally get. Um, but this is the same sort of thing. You you probably wouldn't spend those points if you didn't think there's a good chance of getting double your return or getting something back in your return. And, and let's be honest, you know, end of tots, we're getting, we keep saying silly season, but we are getting towards silly season. So <clears throat> what is it to EA if we fire out a couple of extra player picks? They're not going to lose any sleep about it at this stage of the game because we're going to just get the, the power curve now, like, the top players are, are top. The less, you know, even some of the, the mid players are very, very good now. The power curve's only going to get better and steeper. So, yeah, let's uh, let's just go all out. So it, it could be an incredibly smart move. Um, and then obviously at the full and pretend that it's not intentional. Yeah, look, I mean, this just goes back to the conversation that I had with Shaq and John a few weeks ago where we were talking about the whole shifting towards a pay-to-play model. This will be making EA's accountants' eyes light up because I think what this does show is, as you said, Nath, that people are prepared because basically you're paying for the picks. That is what, if you were loading this on and changing your language, that's what you're doing. You're not necessarily doing it for the, the other stuff that's coming with it. So this will just make you think, well, next year, if we just released a 5,000 FIFA point pack that has five 92-plus team of the season picks, People will buy it even in June. And again, the, the argument goes two ways. One argument goes towards, well, great. People are finally getting something guaranteed good for the money they're spending. And the other argument is, well, all this is going to do is increase the FOMO of those people that can't afford such things. Uh, and is that, you know, taking the game away from being a fair competition? So look, I don't think we'll ever get an answer as to whether this has been deliberate. I think, as a human being, I will give them the benefit of the doubt of this, but from a purely business, if I was looking at how am I going to make the most money? Well, th th I would be doing something like this. So look, hopefully everyone's getting at least what they pay for um, and people get compensated appropriately. Um, I did see on one occasion, I think they, I think it might've been the Brazilian Portuguese that they just literally changed the description to English <laughs> because they couldn't find the appropriate translation in, in a short period. I don't know. It's just, it's um, for a company that, that is literally making billions, billions per quarter. It does, does, does make you think. But look, let's move on um, to our weekly experiences. Now, obviously, Nathan, you didn't play much. Uh, you were playing air guitar rather than playing <laughs> weekend league. Um, I, I did play weekend league on both accounts. Uh, the second account, I got 11 and 5. It was the sweatiest weekend league by far. Everybody was trying hard. There were very few people quitting, even at like three nil down. Uh, teams were nuts. Loans were everywhere. So look, if you didn't get the weekend league performance and results that you usually do, please don't take that too much to heart. The quality, and this is not just my experience. If you go in our Discord and in other Discords I'm in, and Twitter and social media and streamers, everyone is saying the same thing. The level of competition was intense. So please don't get yourself too down about it. But if you do think, okay, this has shown up some flaws in my game. Again, maybe consider something like footcoaching.com you know, to help you understand where your game's going wrong and how you can compete with the very best. I'd very much encourage you. You've got real-world tools that even professional football clubs are using, tailored programs to suit you, footcoaching.com for all information on that. But going back to the point, I got 11 and 5 in the end in that weekend league. My red picks, uh, my first one was really bad. I think it was like Klaus to Stegen and... Saliba and I was like oh no B 
because that is the other thing. We have to praise EA because they have at least been given out juiced red picks from this weekend league. So you know, hats off to them. It's not been the usual stingy amount. It seems that more people than not have walked away with a great player. But with that in mind, I saw the first pick being terrible. Second pick came along, got Nakunku out of it. So absolutely delighted. I was looking for that real top name for that second account. I've used him. Very, very good. Um, great all-rounder. I'm using him as a striker at the moment on a Hawk. Um, and he's doing the job well. The one player I was disappointed about, though, Nate, in that team was the guys, the player that the guys talked about on the last show that was released, Ingvi and Chris. Uh, Roberto Firmino. I was really excited to use Bobby Firmino. I was going to use him as my attacking CM in that 4 3 2 1, the role that I've been using with Harry Kane and Wayne Rooney. And he was just so anonymous, Nate. Just, just a real letdown. Yeah, I've, I've not had time to use him, but I have unlocked him. Um, it's obviously, we know I'm a United fan, so it's not my favourite club. But Firmino cards historically have played really well. Um, and they've always been one, I think it was two years ago, um, the winter wild card, the centre mid one. I really regretted not doing that because that lasted, that had longevity to it. So I thought, this time we'll do it. Um, fairly pricey, but it's kind of disappointing if he is quite anonymous. Um, he, he was only ever going to be a bench player for me, and I'll, I'll give him a go off the bench. Hopefully he can he can impact in some sort of system, but he he looks like he should be. That's the annoying thing. He, he's got stats in the right place. So he looks like he should be a cracking player. Yeah, it might just be that particular role and the way I play, um, but he just didn't seem to work there. So he's kind of hanging around my bench. He comes off a little bit. Um, the other players I thought played really well. Uh, Chris Smalling, really good centre back um, for the prize. The partnership we've got with him and Bremer has been really good. Um, I think if you're looking for a budget centre back pairing. I mean, I, I don't notice a massive difference from the main account, which has Van Dyke in it. So highly recommend uh, Smaldini in there. Um, as mentioned, we've used Busquets a little bit. He's been good. Uh, but Frimpong for right back, again, for the value. He's under 40K now. And again, I think he's just as good. Um, a couple of maybe defensively not up there, but I've been using Prime Cafu on the main. And again, I'm not noticing too much of a difference between the, the pair of them. So yeah, really enjoyed that. Went on the main account. Um, started again really sweaty, got four and three, then just went on a really good run and got all the way up and managed to clinch 14 with a game to spare. The red picks were meh. Teo Hernandez was the best in one and the best in the other was, I think, to Stegen. Uh, so I was like, oh no, this sweat has not been worth it. And then out of the three-player untradeable pack, thankfully, uh, Osman strode out along with Saliba and Klaus. So excited to use Osman. I've not had a chance to actually play with him yet, but Nath, I mean, you've already described him as the best striker in the game, uh, and you're someone that's used Trophy Titans R9, Team of the Season and Bappe. Is he really that good? He's unreal. Um, it could, you know, people that are a little bit more nifty may disagree. Um, the the lack of the five star skill moves, some people won't like that you do get with R9 and Mbappe, but he's he can do everything. His finishing, like he barely ever misses. He is he's a physical beast so i was saying to you off air i can't remember the last time i scored so many headers um i think it was was it uh, van dyke player of the year um he's quite good at corners so he was one as well but he's just he's mentally i play him in the five four one as my sole striker uh his pace is as fast as it, it should be which is quite nice finishing's unreal the five star weak foot's tremendous um so that that's a cracking pickup um the other one though as well when you say meh i have to disagree with taylor hernandez being meh um he's the best left back by far uh in the game and i know defensively people like captivia but taylor hernandez can do everything 
Um, I, I'm not lucky enough to pack him. I had to buy him, but he is, they say, I think he's he's unreal. Oh, yeah, he's met in very much in the sense of the quality of reds that were being handed out. Um, I was very happy to pick him up. Um, you mentioned corners, though, Nath. I'll pick your brains on this because I've always been a short corner or pass it long quarter person. I haven't really been lobbing corners in the box. Have you got a particular kind of strategy on corners that's yielded some good goals? Yeah, I mean, when when the the, the opponents don't move the keeper, I literally just move the move the aim to the penalty spot. Um, don't change sort of how you hit the ball. Just move the direction, um, and then it's an in swinger. I put sort of around three bars, maybe even a bit more. Um, they seem to put a good sort of weapon to that. A keepers in no man's land, and if you've got somebody like an awesome owner or Van Dyke or you know the the Ebra that we hope but we don't think we're going to get, um, it's a really good sort of way to do it. Um, if they do move the keeper out, I either kind of do the the sort of drills to the odds, the edge of the box, or sometimes a bit deeper pass. Um, or I just do the same corner, but I just absolutely leather it as hard as you can. Because if it goes higher over the keeper, somebody like Osman's got the agility and the speed to actually backtrack. And um, then you kind of can head it back across the goal or even get it on target. And because the keepers are moving, there's a lot, there's kind of like a floor in the mechanics where if the keeper moves a little bit too much, they almost like dive out the way of it. It's a really strange mechanic, but it's really effective. So if you're using him, Dan, then then I would I would play around with putting your deliveries in. Cool. So three bars, aim it towards the penalty spot, and don't don't change the kick on the ball or change it no. to an in-swinger? No. I, I just always make sure have, you have a right just, foot. Just make sure it's a right footer from yeah. the left or a left footer from the right. So Teo Hernandez takes mine from the left. Um, I can't remember who takes mine from the right. I think it's Neymar takes it from the right because he's never going to win a header anyway. Um, <laughs> so I do that. So they don't even have to be the best delivery of the ball, um, but I, I find that works really, really well. Uh, and sometimes if you call for a short, then they'll bring the players out of position, which is even better because you've got more chance of your guy having more space to win the header. Very nice. I shall be giving that a go. Uh, hopefully on stream at twitch.tv for slash Wimby86, although I don't get to stream as much as I want to at the moment. Um, work has been particularly busy, um, but I do try and pop on when I can. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to point out for the weekend league, and look, I don't want to get into this conversation again about rat rattiness and is it ratty or not, but there were a lot of five backs. A lot of people are picking it up. Nathan, you released a tactic on it. Look, we can we'll leave our moral opinions at the door. But all I wanted to say is that I think I mentioned this on the last show. I found again that using the four one two one two narrow is a very good way to break down a lot of these five backs. I think you kind of just swore, end up swarming them through the middle with a lot of quick passing. Um, so that might be if you are someone that's trying to play against it. Um, I saw a good friend Kevin as well, who's a, a fantastic streamer as well, and works very hard on the um, Nothing But a Foot Thing podcast. He was talking about the four three three two being a good counter to that as well. So just a couple of ideas, Nath, if you're you know if you're facing five backs as someone that plays a five back now, is, is there a formation or a, uh, you know a system that you particularly hate coming up against? Yeah, the four three three seems to do me more than the four one two one two, or the you know the four three two one. I think's been kind of eradicated by the five four one. Um, I've gone full rat mode. Um, I'll put my hands up. So I released the tactic oh months ago now. Um, for the five four one, which is my my main five four one, but I also have a defensive one. I have an attacker one, a balance one. Uh, I think I've gone for five two one two. Yeah, five two one two, so I can make the most out of Neymar and Mbappe and Osman, um, which is quite fun. Um, but if you're going to use the five, you kind of do have to have different tactics because a lot of them utilize your full backs on balance or even join the attack because you have the numbers to get back. 
But coming up against the 4-3-3, especially, if you see them with the wingers on stay wide, or I think some people have been doing it with the 4-2-4 as well, where your wide man's just stay stay up, stay forward and stay wide, it totally messes with your gameplay. So mm-hmm. for the 4-2-4, you can overcome by just keeping the ball in the middle because they don't have... Um, they, they're, they're two centre mids, but then there's nothing in the banks, even when they have them on, uh, come back. They say it defends a 4-4-2, but it doesn't. There's too much of a delay. So you can overpower it. Um, but the 4-3-3, I don't know which variation, but that, that scuppers my, my, any of my sort of 5-4-1s. Yeah. And again, just don't let yourself get get too triggered. And I do. So I, I don't want to sit here like, saying that I'm above it because I do get triggered when I see loads of 5-4-1s um, up against me. Again, I've said why. I'm not going to get back into it again. But <laughs> lot, lots of different ways. Again, if you are a part of our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash fighting review, lots of good tactics videos from the likes of Nath, from John, battle-tested. Uh, and it, it, the more importantly, they're explained as well. The video kind of explains how to use them rather than just being like copy a screenshot um, from somebody and, and expect it to work. But again, I think one of the strengths of this game is there is counter to everything. Uh, you know, you say that the, the it's killed off the four three two one. I still play in the four three two one and got 14 wins with it. I know it's maybe not in that realm of 16, 18, 20 wins, but I've been rotating between that, the four one two and 2 narrow and the four two three one, and I've had enough success with it on both accounts. Um, so it's good that again that these options exist. So look, that um, goes through some of the players we've been using. Anyone else you want to bring up, Nath? Uh, not really. Um, Renato is still going strong. Um, Renato and Jude seem to be a dream partnership. Although I think I, because Jude's uh, well, they're both tradable to be fair. But now I've got Busquets. I might try. I might sell one of them and try and work Busquets in just because I think some of the the next few sort of promos are going to have either crazy cards to try or. Uh, crazy SBCs coming. This kind of the, the time where we get some really fun stuff to do. So um, I'm quite lucky, although I've spent a lot, a lot of coins on these stupid store packs. I think I'm on about, <laughs> uh, I think I'm down to 4.9 mil, uh, which for me is oh, very no. low. I know. Oh, I've, no. got, I've got the tradable assets, but I like having quite a lot in store. So um, yeah, I might look at maybe even Renato might be my next one because Jude's unreal and Renato's good, but you can see that, you know, he's probably the first one that will get caught up with the, the next type of uh, of releases, if you know what I mean. So, but they are, you know, we've got to plug them. They are, they are very, very good. Team of the year Mbappe, I'm definitely not getting the best out of because I'm playing him right, uh, wide right, and he's scoring goals in that in that setup. But if you're going to use him, he's, he's probably got to be the be the main striker. I think. We mentioned about what's coming next. Um, just to finish off the show today, it is going to be shapeshifters. I mean, we already knew it because EA obviously put shapeshifters in the season rewards, like Thiago Silva and Tony Cruz. Um, but the loading screen came out. It does look like, Nath, we're getting shapeshifter icons, which should be interesting. Lots of, seen lots of people saying, and again, this is unconfirmed stuff. People like Thierry Henry might be getting a car. There might be a new Cruyff, things like that. The only thing I wanted to kind of bring up, uh, and it was a discussion that was going on in the Discord this morning as we record this, you know, some people were saying, I, I don't really, I, I think it's a bit silly that we're getting a Carl Walker goalkeeper card, or I don't really want to play with a left-back Cruyff um, or a centre-mid tier on Rie, because it's getting too far away from real-world football. I mean, where do you stand on this? Do you like the, the, the weird and wacky and unique shapeshifters, or are you a bit like, oh, I just want a quality card that's a bit more like the player I know? Yeah, I'd rather them update, update, upgrade the players that you know and you like. Um, part of the thing about FIFA, and I know they say it's ultimate team, but a lot of people do have cards um, that 
that you know almost sentimental to them whether it's through fifa you know they've played these cards and they've done really well for them or through real life football um i think changing them up like that you know it it could be fun but i think the effect of it would wear off really quite quickly it would have that new newness effect and like you say kyle walker goalkeeper cards is one that everybody wants every year we never get it because it it just hasn't really happened and you know i i, I think we had was it not a van dyke striker card a couple of years ago and yeah i think things like that it's just strange and we talk about the tiago silva card like that's it's not the best card anyway but i think having tiago silva as a striker just doesn't feel right to me he's he's one of the best center backs we've had certainly of my generation um you, you know there'll be an argument that he's probably one of the best center backs we've had ever uh, he's probably in the top 10 or so um so but having him run as a striker i just think is a bit daft and like you say it's away from the realms of reality and i know fifa fifa is an escape from reality don't get me wrong but i think there's you know there's a limit in the line which i think you know it's a little bit packed cross for me although the we've got to say the card designs are funky i know there's a lot of people saying they don't like it i think they're so hideous they're actually really nice at the same time you know when he goes <laughs> so far it's like full yeah. circle so i don't I, I think i think they're quite quirky um and even the icon the icon design i, th- I really like that more than the actual shapes as shape shifters card yeah i mean look I like it when there's just like subtle tweaks to it. I mean, if you look at the way Shapeshifters was done last year and you look at the, the way they, they shifted the shapes, they weren't, they weren't going massive. But, you know, you had a Mukiele who went from a right back to a centre back. You had Natal who already plays everywhere, but he was a centre back. You had Kalulu going to a centre back. You had St. Juiced going from a centre back to a right wing. That was a bit more wacky. Um, Son went from like a left wing to a striker. You had Ronaldo go from a striker to left wing. So I don't mind like the odd, bizarre one, but what you t- I think, Nate, what tends to happen is people don't really like it. Like, do you remember Ramos had the striker card last year that Ooh. people were using for a bit and then just quickly falls out of favour because it just doesn't feel right? I, I don't yeah. know if that's too simplistic to say, but Davies as well had a striker card as well last year that, that was good. But I think building my ultimate team does not involve when I'm in my head does not involve Sergio Ramos leading my line. Uh, and for that reason, it's nice as a novelty, but ultimately this is the time of the year when you do get, you do get your ultimate team. You do have the ability to get just about anybody. And at that point, I don't really want a wacky player. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. And like, if you go back to last year's, the, the difference is most of those players probably have at some point in their career played those positions. Like Ronaldo started off left and right wing at United, you know, um Ital is is everywhere. Mukulele does fill in at centre back. So there are although it's shifting their their shape in terms of where they started on FIFA and obviously they didn't really have the alternate positions on FIFA like they did before. Uh, like they do now, sorry. So we kind of have that, you know, players that can play different positions or usually have them built into the cards. Um although I don't think Kyle Walker has centre back into his, from what I can remember. But that's the sort of thing that I would like to see, not not completely random ones, um, to be honest. Yeah, very much agreed. But look, we are coming to the final stretch of this game. We are mid-June. Uh, in two weeks through each time, we're going to be getting details on EAFC. And I think, you know, for probably in about three months now, we're going to be getting, you know, the whole new game. So look, time to have fun. Please don't uh, let yourself get stressed out about it. 
chill out. There's lots, so many different modes, so many different objectives and things to get done at the moment. So loads to be getting on with. There's menu grind if you want it. Please don't, unless you really have loads of money to waste uh, or just uh, waste, maybe too strong a word, don't be tempted to buy these packs with your money. Just spend your coins at this stage. So there's, you may as well just, you can't take the coins with you. So, you know, have fun, however you do it. Anything for you to add before we go, Nath? No, um, I'm quite looking forward to getting on, seeing how we are. Season's reset again, so I crept into crept into elite last the end of last season. Um, I played a couple of games yesterday, and it was interesting. I won, I either won really comfortably or got absolutely battered by people you know that are that are very good level still that either clearly haven't played or whatever. So it's fun, like you say, don't get too disheartened because it's going to happen to everybody, I think, unless you are elite. Um, but it's going to be interesting, and you know. If you get if you're if you do follow us all on Twitter, it'd be interesting to hear what you guys are thinking for the the season rewards as well. Because we've said we've got the Tiago Silva card, uh, the Cruz is Cruz level thirty. I've not actually had time to check out. I think he might he must be for is he thirty or four? I can't remember if he's thirty or forty. Well, he he looks unreal. Um, so I'm quite, I think I might end up getting the Cruz, but be interesting to see what people's thoughts are for the these rewards. Kind of now that we're getting in game and. Are you going to do the fodder? Are you going to get the player? Like I'm always interested to hear what folk are saying to that. Absolutely. Look, again, you can follow us on all of our socials at Foot Coaching, patreon.com forward slash foot in review. If you want to go that extra mile, I'm at twitch.tv forward slash Wimby86 and at Wimby on Twitter. Nath, what are your handles? Uh, NJ Downs on Twitter and Nathan Downs in our fantastic Discord. Absolutely. And the show will be back on Friday. John and Ingvi will be hosting as per usual. Looking ahead and reviewing that first content from the Shapeshifters promo. So tune in for that. Lots of good fun things to come as well. I'll be hosting a trading show with Shaq as well for our patrons at Supporters here and above. We're going to kind of do our wrap-up show um, for this cycle. So stay tuned for that if you are in that tier. And until then, one thing left to do, Nate. Drop it. We're going to drop it. Drop it. F-U. 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 F-U.